Welcome, everyone. Smoke out with Shelly Nash Day, officially episode number 27 of the interactive video show. You can join by being a subscriber. Come on here, chill with us. You'll get the link to our sessions, our smokeout sessions, if you will. You can chill with us in the chat room, on video, audio only, whatever. Not only that, you get to do that every week, but you also get every episode on video and sexy Shelly bonuses on Patreon. SJ Shelly Smokeout, Shelly SJ Smokeout.com. There it is. There's all the information right there. I scroll it a million times so you can get it and see it. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter. Got shenanigans going on there as well, especially Instagram, which led to a lot of the discussion we're going to have <laughs> the guy on Instagram. More news about him as well. Shelly has more news about the other guy. I didn't get a little chart for all the, uh, the people we're going to be talking about tonight. Shelly, how are you uh, this evening? Good. I'm kind of bummed because I was trying to rig my flower so like you wouldn't be able to see the that I have this earbud in right here because I'm using my microphone, which is good because then it won't my hair won't mess with it, right? Yes. But and it's a good shot to where people could still see my boobs, so that's fine. But in order to hear you, I had to plug this into the thing. So I'm I'm slowly getting there, but I think that's ugly. I wish I could hide it better. I thought I did good and I didn't. I failed. I'm sure nobody cares. Lando, subscriber Lando. If it bothers you, Lando, let us know. <laughs> but um, I'm really glad that I was able to get here on time because I had mentioned to you I thought I was going to be late because I had to walk mini. But um, it worked out because I just hate consistently going into like a live stream or recording something with somebody and feeling like oh, <laughs> right before like once in a while is okay because that's like being high on stress you know and sometimes like mm -hmm. you kind of need that little like whatever but when it's too consistent that means you're effing up that means you're not taking care of business properly in a timely manner so i've really been trying to fix that in my life um so yeah i felt really good that when i got home it was only 5 38 and i was like dude i totally it's fine it's fine because today i spent in between editing and and doing live streams um i've been cleaning the floors in my house and it's a lot it's a lot you know so today was very busy so i'm very glad to have this time now to just hang out and uh man i know I know I'm going to feel it tomorrow because I have one of those machines, those, uh, I forget what brand it is. So there was a lot of, and then I'm really weird about like streaks. So I was really getting in there and, you know, sometimes with metal Jesus here, okay, like I'm a girl, I'm sharing a bathroom with a guy. And so I'm like, dude, when Fred was around, I used to think the bathroom stunk like pee because we put his pee pads in there. Uh, Fred's been gone for a couple months now. It stinks. I'm like, oh, my God, the bathroom, my cute bathroom stinks like a guy's bathroom. It's gross. So <sighs> cleaning toilet. It's such a glamorous life. I live. <laughs> Take photos for OnlyFans and then I scrub a toilet. Oh, I should have recorded myself doing that. I was say that's that's gotta be a fetish. Well, my friend Ashley Graham, she does so much fetish work. Oh my gosh, she's crazy too. <laughs> we should have her on the show one time. She'll be a good guest. And um, she's the one oh, that's told you know, invite him on. Absolutely. Oh, oh yeah, she's awesome. <laughs> she's so crazy and out there, and she's got stories. But um, she is the one who told me like. Like, she would text me, and I'll be like, hey, how's it going, blah, blah, blah. She'll be like, oh, I don't feel like doing anything. Of course, today I got to do a bunch of housework, so I'm just going to film it, make some money off of it. I'm like, wait, what? Mm -hmm. And then later that day, I would see her clips for sale. It's like housewife vacuuming and lingerie. And then I'm like, wait a second. That's like a thing? Like, you just clean your house? She's like, yeah, you know, if I don't have help. I just move the camera shot here and there. But if I do have help, I have people do close-ups. But, yeah, I just clean my house. And, like, I did the dishes one day. And I just, you know, whatever. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, oops. Everything's a thing now on the Internet. <clears throat> Whatever you can think of, it's a thing. 
Lando says, happy Thursday, my loves, with two hearts. Thank you, Lando. Um, so people who didn't join us last week, episode 26 is the genesis, if you will, of all of uh, the uh, the bust guys. <laughs> Dose, plural, bust guys. <clears throat> so basically, a guy, um, sometimes I'll read Instagram. Some <laughs> fans on our Instagram. As you can see, you can follow us on Instagram and stuff. As well as Twitter. Don't get any kind of messages on Twitter, but a ton on Instagram. For some reason, all of these guys, it's always guys, they all think, they seem to forget I exist. And they just assume that Shelly's running the Instagram. I don't want to bust any of your bubbles, but Shelly doesn't see any of that. It's just me. So whatever you're sending, you're just sending it to me. I am part of the show. I'm in the, the bio and all of that. So. <laughs> but they talk as if it's just Shelly's going to see it, and that's it. So this guy writes last week, uh, he opined that he would wish he could bake with Shelly and also bust for Shelly. And that led Shelly to tell us a story about another guy who wanted to bust for her. I don't know if that'll be bust guy one or two. It's, it's hard to keep track of. Instagram bust guy. Uh, I told him, well, he sent, um, I after he sent like, well, first of all, he sent uh, our first ever. This is a big milestone. Our first ever dick pics on Instagram. I thought he was sending them for like the penis roasting thing. But I mean, he's like eight inches. He's got six pack abs, you know. So, <laughs> fucking asshole. Anyway, he sends two dick pics, and I say, "Look, dude, I hate to, you know, again, burst your bubble or bust your bubble, as it were, but Shelly doesn't see these. It's just me. It's just Stoner Jesus. Again, I am part of the show. My name's in the the header there, SJ. That's me. So he's very disappointed by that." He was hoping that Shelly would get these unsolicited dick pics, but she did not. They never reach her. I said, she'll never see these. I'm sorry about your luck, man. And he has written back since. I don't, I haven't seen if he still follows us on Instagram. Maybe he does. He has a really weird Instagram though. He, he has no posts, but he's following like 1500 people. So I guess he does that for the purposes. And I, I'm sure he got these, these pictures from like, you know, the internet or whatever. So I got a feeling a guy who looks like that, why would he be spending all his time saying dick pics people he doesn't know? Just go out and get ready. Come on. Get your shit together. Exactly. You know, and I have to wonder if that's part of just like their fetish is that they just want someone to see their dick. I used to have, um, it's on and off. I have a member to my sites that I've had and he's always wanted me to watch him jerk off. And it's like, dude, I don't get anything out of watching you jerk off. Like, <laughs> there's why do why would I want to watch you jerk off just for the sake that you're gonna pay me a lot of money to do it? Like, I don't want to see you jerk off. And no offense, but he's severely overweight, and so it's like. I don't know. It's just weird. But here's the thing. Even if he was in super shape, no body fat, like you're talking about, you know, it's still freaking gross to me and weird. Like, the only time I want to see someone jack off is when it's my man. Like, that's hot because it's him and, like, whatever. I'm doing something to make him jerk off. Awesome. I want to see that. I want to see him bust. <laughs> I want to see Metal Jesus bus, but you ever said that to him? I'm going to now. <laughs> no, I. The funniest thing, real hold on that. Talking about busting and all this, there was a time when we first got together, and I hadn't slept with anyone for many years. He hadn't been with anyone for a really long time either, and it was like sexorama when we got together. We were very excited, you know. I found a really good guy that looks like Jesus and he's a pothead and he drinks with me. I was like, yes, dude, I have found it. I found it. And one of our first <laughs> dates we had, I was coming on strong to him because he was kind of shy and I touched his penis because I wanted to see what I was working with. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, I can work with that. <laughs> so, 
fast forward, I have an awesome penis. He looks like Jesus. He's cool. And so we were having a lot of sex. And I remember there was this one time we just were like animals about it. And I remember I like moved forward and he came out a little bit or a lot all the way. And I saw him squirt. And I was like, oh, my God, I've never seen something like that. Like, he was, like, trying to hold that, but, like, it just happened. So it's, like, an ongoing joke that we have. And there was a time not too long ago, <laughs> last few weeks, um, I was feeling – I think I was drunk, and I was feeling pretty sassy. And then I was like, oh, you're going to squirt? <laughs> and he goes, yeah, I'm going to squirt. And I was so turned on by that. So that's like the equivalent of me ever saying something like that to a guy about busting. The squirt. I didn't use bust, but the squirt. Okay. Hey, I thought. Purpose. <laughs> so Instagram bust guy. Bust guy, yeah. So to the, the discussion of other bust guys <laughs> in Shelly's life. And things just went, you know, downhill or uphill from there, depending, I guess, on your perspective. Well, I like to call the guy that said it to me while we were having sex. I'm going to bust. He didn't even ask, by the way. He didn't say, can I bust? He well, I think like, at the point is pretty much a foregone conclusion. I mean, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> it's like, well, he could have held it. If I'm like, no, not yet, you know, whatever. But, um... It's so funny because I think in this situation, how you say we have multiple ones, he's the OG buster. Because <laughs> OG buster. He's well, the we do OG. have a pick, uh, by the way, of OG Buster. There he is. Looks like a very cool dude. <laughs> now I showed he you. He busted the, on uh, his lady friend there. I'm sure. That, I'm sure. And hey, and you saw the unedited version. So do you <laughs> see where like? I kind of, he kind of looks like he could be like a Scott Weiland kind of vibes. Yeah. Okay. So I think he really worked that in his whole thing. And this gal, fellas, she's a cute girl. A, I'm sure they had a really good time together. But the reason why I sent Stoner Jesus this picture is because after our conversation about the bus, OG Busta hair, <laughs> um, with some like, looks like he's been having a good night. He's got some, Dribbles on his shirt there and everything. I don't know what that necklace is, but all I bet right. he did that night. <laughs> <laughs> and so <laughs> when I was thinking about it, because I had mentioned that he was trying to uh, pursue a career in music and later in life, when I like looked him up, he had done that. So I was really curious because and I wanted to show you Stoner Jesus. I was like, show or not? Like, if we weren't going to show it on here at all, like, I wanted to show you, like, this is the dude I was talking about. So I went and I found him pretty easily. And let me tell you something. When I went on his Instagram, he has such a gorgeous girlfriend. They look like they're really, in, or wife, maybe, that wife, they look like they're really into each other. He looks like he has this sense of like happiness about him where he doesn't look like that douchebag and they have a kid. And I was like, wow, like, you know what? I'm so glad we had that conversation and like, yeah, it's funny stories or whatever, but like, it makes me happy for the OG Busta that he has different energy about him. He's got a really pretty wife and I'm sure he busts in her all day long. And so no, they made it, it just, it made me happy. His busting. <laughs> but it made me happy for him because the last time I looked him up, his vibe was super, 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 super dark. More so than in that photo. Like it was bad. Like that photo was like the era when I was, he was busting for me. Like, <laughs> But later on, it was almost like when I looked him up, gosh, it was so many years ago, I was kind of like, ooh, I hope he's okay. Like, ooh, like, it's not funny. I didn't think the busting story was funny because I saw how sad his Instagram looked. And to other people, they probably thought he looked like this cool 
musician guy. But I like just was like, oh, pobrecito. And so when I saw his new Instagram, just to make fun of him, <laughs> I left it smiling, not because I was making fun of him, but I was legit happy for him and his busting ways. Maybe he'd be interested in uh, coming on the show. There's a million questions. Just so highly many. doubt it. <laughs> But you know many questions <laughs> for you. You know what's crazy about that though is okay, so when I worked at this place where he was working in the warehouse, um I was a secretary and the guy that owned the place, he was like Mr. I don't even know what. Like he was always hanging out with this famous person and that. Da, 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 da. And of course, when I was like freaking 20 years old, I thought that was awesome. Like, like, oh wow, my boss like hangs out with all these people and like whatever. And I got to meet some people that were actually really nice to me. So I'm glad I had a cool interaction with them and you know, not a bad story or whatever. And what ended up happening is he had this really, really pretty blonde, like she looks like she can be a Playboy um, model type look girlfriend. And <clears throat> when me and OG Buster were messing around, all of a sudden my boss got jealous. And I was like, what? And I remember he called me in his office and this was like a cool job. And it was like, so not my time to be a medicator yet, but it smelled like freaking cannabis 24 seven there you walk in the boss's office it's hot box it's like <laughs> i probably got secondhand high there to be honest with you so he calls me into his office he tells me to close the door he was like what's this i hear that you went with og busta to the <clears throat> restaurant da, 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 that's my place and i was like yeah so and then he was like uh i can't have him under my warehouse guys parading around my princess and i was like your princess what <laughs> <laughs> and so I was just like, okay. And to be honest with you, and then he would get mad. Like I'd go into the um, the warehouse to do my job, like to give paperwork. And then he'd be like, come on, you guys, you can't be doing that on the job. Said so he was such a hater about it. I don't know why. And then um, some time had passed. Um, Mr. OG Busta just didn't want anything to do with me anymore. I don't know why. He just kind of just ignored me at work. And that's when my boss started, like, hitting on me. And then one thing led to another. And one day after work, I totally went down on him in the freaking warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, my gosh. I'm going to have to show you a picture of this dude because he's quite the prize, too. It's like when I look back now, I'm like, these guys were such douchebags and like I was so young and dumb. I just can't, I just can't. And so, um, what ended up happening is they ended up, what did like, I'm trying to think of the timeline here. They, I ended up not working there anymore. And it was so weird because when I worked there, there was a secretary that was there before me and I think they just wanted me there cause I was a hot young girl. So they like got rid of her and then they were like going to sue them or something. It was, I was so out of the loop. I don't even know. I was just like, yay, I got my little cool job and musicians and actors come through here and yay. And, um, so it's crazy because then they kind of did the same thing to me, but the girl they ended up hiring, and I can't, I think I quit, but the girl they ended up hiring was very like plain, like <laughs> they're like, dude, girls like that are trouble. <laughs> but, um, it's just so crazy. Those people, but I feel that OG Busta, because I was messing with him first, it like saved me from messing around my boss too much. Like, I'm glad I didn't sleep with my boss because hmm. that would have been bad. Especially, I think that girlfriend, they broke up, and then she, that's when he hooked up with me. <clears throat> and then she wanted me out of there. And it's crazy because years later, I looked him up. And because uh, I had a lot of respect for him in the sense of, like, 
he built this empire on his own. Like he used to, like he was in a really low place in his life, like early on. And he used to be like, wouldn't be a car washer, you know, like he was like the only white guy at the car wash kind of vibes, like in a bad neighborhood kind of thing. And he like built up this company and I think to this day, it's still around. But when I looked him up, he was married to that blonde chick. So I was like, Oh God, they're, they deserve each other. They're all weird. But you know, that's why I'm glad for OG Busta. Like it seemed like it was, and you know, I know people, you can do whatever on Instagram or whatever. You can make yourself look happy, but I kind of feel like when people are phoning it in, you can kind of tell, like, maybe you don't understand why you're kind of not buying into a photo. You're like, well, they look happy, but okay. It wasn't like that. It was like, he was proud of her is proud of his kid. He doesn't look so douchey. Ah, to the OG Buster. <laughs> Cheers. I wonder if his kid's name is Buster. Maybe. Or they call him that. That would be hilarious. I know. Be a joke between them. Can <laughs> you Buster? I'm gonna bust. I'll tell you the it's story. Buster. Buster. <laughs> <laughs> you got your name. <coughs> <coughs> But um, with, I'm sorry, real quick. So what's so crazy about that is like two days ago, I think, I belong to this Facebook group, which um, it has a whole bunch of people that when I was in OVW, they were there. It's so it's like an OVW group from that era. And I had this boyfriend when I was there. My sister and I call him the Mimbo. <laughs> Need I say more? And he was real douchey as well. Real, real douchey. Um, so douchey that after he got fired and everything and screwed me over, he, like, became this motivational speaker and, like, uses me as this sad story. So I'm glad I can give him, I guess, material. But anyway. <laughs> um, but I saw they tagged some pictures because uh, there was a wrestler, Shad Gaspar, who passed away last year. Um, around, you know, like this week. And it was really sad because he was in the, at the beach with his kid and the, um, riptide came in and took him and they were able to save his son, but they couldn't save him. So it was really crazy. Um, I went to the memorial that they had at the beach last year and it was really intense because not only because of how it happened and then I already have my phobia about death. So it was really trippy, but it was like so many people from different times in my life. And a lot of those people I wasn't ready to see cause it's not positive. So it was really, really trippy. And somebody had posted in that group, some photos of all of us when we were back in OVW days. Now that Mimbo boyfriend of mine, he got fired because um, he took, what is that drug called? Um, HBH or something. You know what I'm Something like that. Human growth hormone or something like that. No, it's not the growth hormone. It's no. um, like a lot of like college guys would give it to girls and it kind of like sedate them um, um roofies no but like people would party on it and it's like a liquid i guess um anyways so this this drug and he overdosed on it and almost died so that was shortly after the um eddie guerrero had passed away so they were like really strict and especially after um even before guerrero uh when no wait not eddie, eddie guerrero died first right so Chris Benoit, between Chris Benoit and Eddie Guerrero dying, they really were, like, strong on the wellness, pro like, policy that they had. The only thing they allowed at that time was marijuana. So <clears throat> they made an example out of the Mimbo. And the night that he went out and overdosed on this stuff, I broke up with him that night because he was being so douchey and weird and I remember I stayed up all night feeling sick. And so the pictures that they post were from that night. And I remember when I saw them in the group, I was like, oh, my God, it's that night. And it's so crazy because everyone's having a good time. But the Mimbo, usually he was always laughing. Mimbo, you know. Mm -hmm. And he was, like, flipping the camera off. He looked so heavy and dark. 
And it was so crazy because when I looked at his face, I was like, oh, my gosh, he looks like, without tattoos, the OG Busta with, like, different hair. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I keep getting haunted by these <clears throat> douchebags of yesteryear. <laughs> Anyways. Wow. Uh, Lando in the chat room. Um <laughs> Well, he's going through a weird transition. He's about to say goodbye to his roommate of five years, his awesome roommate, and her awesome pets. He's going to be moving for six months for a nice job opportunity that hopefully net me a lot of money to save up and propel me to wrestling my wrestling dreams. Uh, wishing for some good luck and positive vibes. Absolutely, Lando, all the positive vibes. He has a question for Shelly. What was your worst experience with an unsolicited dick pic? And what advice would you give to people who want to do that? Does it actually even work? Well, first of all, yes, positive vibes to your new journey. And it's good to change things up, especially if it's going to um, change up your normal routine. If you're trying to get into doing something else, whatever, it's good. It's all good. <coughs> There's going to be times where you're going to feel discouraged, but don't. You just you got to keep on going. Um, the worst dick pic. Let's see. I've had so many. <laughs> so many. I used to get them a lot, a lot. Like back, and I, I've been on Twitter for real, like before it got popular. So when I first was on Twitter, the first couple years, people would definitely send them to me all the time. And then on my OnlyFans, people would as well. They would really piss me off. Um, in fact, I talked about this one on here, I think, where the guy got really shitty with me. He was just like, offended that I was offended that he sent me this dick pic when I never asked him for it. Yeah. So I guess at the top of my head, that's like the worst aside from, let me just tell you something. Maybe it's not a pick, but I just think it's really, really gross that some wrestlers, especially when they're like super famous, think they can just like whip it out. Like, I'm not impressed, bro. Like, and did I ask for that? Like, in person, they just whip it out. Pardon? Like, in person, they just like whip it out. Yeah. And it's like, no big deal. And there's times where I acted like it was no big deal. And I just was like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 pretend I didn't see it. And then there's times where I'm like really pissed about it. And I'm just like, dude, like, oh, what's the big deal? Blah, 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 blah. So, like, Ugh, that's really gross. And then the worst experience I've had seeing, there's two experiences I've had seeing a penis and I didn't want it. It wasn't a pic. But one time Danielle and I, when we lived smack in the middle of Hollywood by Hollywood Boulevard, really bad area. Um, we were walking to my guy who was making my t-shirts at the time. So we're, and we we're having all like, it, I remember it was really hot. It was summer. We we're feeling good. Cause it was at night. So we finally cooled off. We we're real tipsy on some box wine, you know, just two girls trying. And we were at this corner and this car pulled up and this dude was just stroking his dick. He wasn't jacking. I was just stroking it. And I would, I was so offended. I was like, that and it made me not want to go outside for a while and then another time is i have this gig and i was so excited because it was to be a host at some like performance thing where there was different people doing different types of performances and i was going to call them on stage they said that i can have as much of champagne as i'd like i was like awesome so I was, I took Danielle with me, my plus one, of course, we're having champagne. I had this really awesome green dress on. I was like, Hey guys, how's it going? Everyone having a great time. All right. Up next we have, like I made for this, like I, I just made for it. And then for some reason, the smoke alarms went off and then like white powder started falling on all of us. So we all had to evacuate. And then the guy who threw the gig was like, Everyone come to my house. We're having a mansion party. We go rolling deep in Van Nuys, okay? A lot of shady things happen in Van Nuys, okay? <laughs> uh, lots of porn gets made in Van Nuys. A uh, Lots of... There's a, actually a lot of people that move out there, like... 
hip hop people do, you know, whatever. So we would get to this big ass mansion and then to get, you have food or drinks, it's like, you got to pay. And I'm like, what? This isn't my grandma's house where my cousins are throwing a kick it party. Like, <laughs> you know? And then, um, I was like, okay, whatever. And so I remember my friend Bob was with me and Danielle. And then all of a sudden I started to realize there's a lot of women walking around that have huge boobs. Like, okay, I got big boobs, right? These boobs were huge, like, like uncomfortable. Like, how do you live life like that? Kind of like big boobs, like balloons, man. Big old melons. <laughs> it's just like huge. And I was just like, so it stood out that there was a lot of gals there, super thin, with like Fs or something, man. It was crazy. And then I look over, and there's this crew of people filming, and there's this guy with a penis that is so big, and this one of those big boob girls is like giving him a lap dance, and he's just jacking off aggressively with... That image has haunted me for ever since it happened. And then I said, we got to go. We, we got to go. I made sure I got paid, but we got to go. And I'm not paying any money for any food or drinks. We're out of here. So those were my unsolicited <laughs> situations. And the thing is, the advice of, like, what to do, like, there is none. These people, they just want to be, that's their fetish. They want people to walk, catch them or they want people to watch. And they don't care what I have to say about not wanting. I could sit there and be like, look, you're making me feel these negative feelings that trigger when I was a kid and these bad things happen. Oh, so do you think if I give you $50 then? Like, you know what I mean? They just, it's like, it's their thing. And just like when these gals, these creators, like on OnlyFans and stuff, they do like the public flashing or whatever, or the at the supermarket on camera. It's a fun idea, but you got to think like there's kids, you know, just trying to get their cereal. <laughs> and then oh, there's, there's some boobs, you know, <laughs> and it's like, I don't know. It's, but so it kind of goes both ways. You do have these people who are like, I guess you would say fans or whatever, but I think it's equally as bad that like, even though some of these girls are really beautiful, it's like that family didn't ask for you to show your boobs. Yeah. Like there's a <clears throat> time and place. I don't know. I think there's a lot of guys have trouble with perspective. Most guys, even gay guys, if a woman send them an unsolicited pic of her tits. Even gay guys are like, oh, those are some nice tits. And all the other guys are like, that's great. Can I have some more? Where can I get more of these pictures? And they don't see that going the other way, it's different for women. Women are geared one way to be more selective. <clears throat> Men are geared toward, you know, being less selective and trying to plant your seed or whatever. And women, you know, biological and evolutionary, they are the the gatekeepers and, you know, the uh, keeping the undesirable genes out or whatever. And it's hard for guys to, to grasp that for some reason. I don't know why. I mean, and the confidence it takes just to lift your dick out somewhere in public is, is mind-blowing to me. Well, that's the thing. Like, this guy that always wanted to pay me extra to, like, watch him jack off. It's like, I know if I were to be, like, let's say... Let's say I met him at, like, some convention, right? There's no effing way he would say, hey, will you watch me jack off? Even yeah. if he was still part of my site, whatever. Even if he had asked me online, in person, he wouldn't bring it up. And then I love doing this to guys like that. When I do meet them in person, first of all, I hook them in by being nice and showing them some kindness, treating them right. And then right when I see that twinkle in their eye, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> I go, so how about that time when like blah, 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 blah. And then that twinkle leaves. <laughs> and going back to it doesn't matter what you say because in that moment, 
these guys will say, I'm so sorry. I'm da 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 da. Honestly, aside from Big Time Bry, who has joined us here on the smoking session before, all he did was like have some balls and talking to me and saying some things to me online. I called him out. I told him it wasn't cool and why, and he apologized. And ever since then, he's been so respectful. And not only that, he has told me many times that he doesn't, he's never looked at it that way. And that made him change how he looks at it always around now. So, yeah, that one guy, but all these other guys were, I confront them to their face. And I'm like, yeah, that really made me feel crappy that time and blah, blah, blah. They don't care. They just care about what they like, what they want. And even though they want to make it seem like, oh, Shelly's so awesome. I'm your biggest fan. Da, da, da. No, you're your own biggest fan of the little fantasy of what I am to you. Therefore, it makes no difference what I say about anyone's dick pic. I can be super nice about it. I can be super mean about it. They'll still do it. It's so crazy. Uh, Lando said, you remember the first time he sent a solicited dick pic? He said it was so nerve-wracking on many levels. He said, my balls are probably floating on the internet ethosphere due to an ex-lover. We'll say this. If you're trying to be charming with a woman, a good thing to do is say, hey, do you want to see a dick pic? And then send her like a pic of like Dick Van Dyke or Dick Cheney. That would make me laugh. You yeah. know what? If I was talking to a guy... And I liked him a lot. And he was like, I'm going to send you a dick pic. Can I send you a dick pic? I would be like, oh, I thought he was a good guy. And then if he were to send me a picture of Dick Van Dyke, <laughs> I would laugh so hard. And I would want to see his dick pic. <laughs> see, fellas, use that. It's free. Free of charge. <laughs> One night I was bored. Uh, I, was, I was getting on the uh, fleet feature of Twitter. And uh, I just tweeted out, like, I'm putting a bunch of dick pics on Fleet. And I was just, you know, I had Dick Buckus and Dick Van Dyke and Dick Cheney and all the dick pics I could find on Google. All the dicks. <laughs> Richard Nixon. <laughs> There's like eight or nine of them. <laughs> There's, um, what is that movie? Remember there was a movie, Dick Tracy, with Warren Beatty in it? And Madonna? Yeah. And I, I remember there was, it was really good. <laughs> it holds up. There was a commercial for it. I remember growing up and then it was like the, the different shots. And it was like, Tracy, Tracy, Tracy. Mind if I call you Dick? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lando said he had a shocking moment to Shelly of some dude exposing himself, jacking it in a car. After I got out of the gym, I was so offended and pissed. I threw my windshield and almost had to strangle a goober. <laughs> I just don't understand. And, you know, here's the thing. Even though I don't agree with it, I just want to understand. I want to know where these people are coming from. And uh, it's so crazy because it's interesting being that I dabble in this fetish world. People are sure open to tell you what their fetishes are, but people get real quiet when you're like, oh, so what is it about that, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And I guess maybe they feel shame or whatever, but it's like, bitch, you're ordering a video for me. I just want to know where it's stemming from. So you can't be that ashamed if you're like paying for it. And I'm like, okay to do it. I just want to know why, like I've mentioned before, there used to be a guy with um, stockings he liked and he actually did talk to me about it and we got into deep conversation about it. And that's why it was sucked that he screwed me over because he ordered some co custom content for me. And then without telling me anything, he like reported it as a fraud on PayPal. So it messed my PayPal up for a really long time. I had to like prove to PayPal and send them screenshots of like him ordering the stuff for me and everything. I was so pissed. And I was like, dude, we totally got all open about why he likes fishnets and that it turned from why you order stuff like this for me and you want to see it to him opening up that he wears them. So I was so like, Oh, like that freaking jerk, man, that hurt my feelings <laughs> because you would think he would be like, Oh, you know, if you haven't shot it yet, you know, I mean, this is the thing. If he would have said, you haven't shot the stuff yet. 
I messed up on my finances. Is there any way I can just get a refund? I would have sent it back. I would have. I would have sent it back, not as a refund, but as a, like, just sending him money so that nothing would have got held up. And everything would have been fine. And then when he had the money, he could have ordered it for me. No problem. Because I hadn't shot anything yet. So it really, like, makes me sad that, like, here I didn't judge him. And we had that nice conversation. But everybody else is like, they won't say anything. They'll get really shameful about it. Yeah. Most guys have no idea how to interact with women on any level. But now they can do it anonymously and over, you know, however many miles. And that's why shit gets weird on the internet, among other reasons. Um, well, that's why I openly invite and you invite people who have these issues with me. Like, why don't that's just so funny to me? Okay. Like, I get it. Like, let's say. Sean Hernandez, okay? He very openly does not like me. I'm going to go ahead and say he hates me. So that's fine. Now, when I was like, he should come on the show and we should talk about it. Like, let's say there's no comedy aspect to it. It's not me trying to be funny. It's literally just me and him going back and forth. I think that's really positive for people to see because it's okay to hate somebody, but that doesn't mean that like you can't have a conversation with that person. And I just wanted to understand where this whole thing came from because I was kind of blindsided by this like hatred he had towards me. And yeah, he doesn't owe me anything. Yeah. He doesn't owe me an explanation, whatever. But that's why I invite these people. I laugh about it because when they see the tweet from you, they're like, F and Shelly, I hate her. This bitch won't go away. So that's why I laugh about it. But I say that I'm down to do it because I've been around people who I at times hated. And I had to exist around them. And what that did for me and then me and those people being like, cordial about it to where like if I'm in the room with them, we're not just sitting there throwing ugly vibes, having an energy fight. It's like... Not, and we're not being fake either. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I just wish more people would have more conversations because that's what we're supposed to do as humans. That's why I can't communicate with many the way I can communicate with you. We're not built that way. Like, we're supposed to talk. And I get it. Not everybody's comfortable. I totally 1,000% get it. But it's just so funny to me that these people, like, are so open about, like, to, to where – I get reminded because fans are constantly asking me about why this? How come that? You seem so nice. Like I've been watching you for years now. Like what's the deal? And it's like, I don't know. And so it's like, you know, aside from the young bucks, cause I'm the one that bring them up unless you're bringing them up, <laughs> but like everyone else I've talked about, it's like, you know, they're the ones that kept bringing me up. So I don't understand why they wouldn't be down to talk about it. And so it's like kind of like these guys, it's like they feel they can be anonymous and like talk and say what they want and they wouldn't ever say it to somebody in their face. But it's like the same thing with these people that are like having these open issues with me where they're talking, oh, I hate that bitch or, oh, just put her in the hoe bag and all this. It's like, okay, why? <laughs> I'm not trying to gossip. Let's Let's hear it. What's up? One of my major goals is one day get on the show someone who intensely dislikes you. I know. Me just too. Grilling about I know. And never know. Whenever they say something, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I do. That's why, like, it's so crazy because I recently saw a quote and it was like, don't worry about why people don't like you. They barely, some, most of those people barely like themselves. And I just laughed so hard. And I was like, that's so true. Like the Sandman is somebody else that I will say his name. Cause he does very openly talk crap about me. And I really wanted him on my roast. And I remember Francine was just like, Shelly, get over it. He just doesn't like you. So just move on. <laughs> I was like, all right, fair enough. But the thing is, is like, you know, The Sandman can dislike me, hate me all he wants, and that's fine. But, like, even no camera, if we had a conversation, 
and maybe he could tell me why and there's certain things that maybe I can explain, maybe that can show him that there's two sides to every story and maybe that can help him in other aspects in his life. Maybe he has a falling out with this person or that person because they, he didn't give them a chance to say their side of the story. He just like, oh, I hate them. I'm done. And so like, you just never know, you know what I mean? And there's been times like a, a huge one for me was when my last boyfriend in wrestling was cheating on me. And then the girl he cheated on me with, we had a conversation because I ended up wrestling her later and um, she called me to pretty much squash the heat with me and fill me in on whatever like I wanted to know or whatever. And when I heard what she had gone through with that guy and her side of the story, I guess, because especially like of the things he was feeding her about me. It made me understand the situation more and it made me understand where she was coming from. I still didn't agree with what she did, but it really allowed me to not only have true forgiveness to her, but it triggered me to think about all the other people in my life that reminded me of like her or had trademarks like she did or acted the way she did that hurt me. And it allowed me to have that peace with them too. You know what I mean? And so I'm so grateful I had that conversation with her before we had that match because I ended up finding out the only reason why they booked it was because they thought I was going to beat her up. They were like, oh, Shelly's going to beat her up. And they were pissed that we didn't beat each other up and we had an awesome effing match. And so I'm grateful I had that opportunity. So that's why, even though I laugh and all this, like, that's why I seriously, like all jokes aside down to talk to these people. Cause you just never know by just hearing someone out, you could still walk away, not liking them. You could still walk away, not ever wanting to talk to them, but just to truly hear them out, they can like help you. But I know people like the Sandman don't want my help. So that's fine. I'll just sit over here and do my damn thing and it's fine. But, um, I don't know. It's just, and then that's when it comes into, damn it, it'd be good content. <laughs> but maybe they don't want to be on record saying certain things. I don't know. But then you go on the internet and you look them up and they say all these crazy things on these shoot interviews. So like, let's just act like it's a shoot interview. Like, let's go. Like, well, you need a hundred bucks. I'll get, a, I'll scram up a hundred bucks. Like, I'll, I'll do some customs, like whatever. I need a budget. Do we need a budget over here to like pay these people? That's the only way. Uh, Lando has another question, but first I want to remind everyone uh, we're now less than two weeks away from another free episode with Shelly and SJ. The pizza challenge, the battle to end all battles. It will definitely end uh, probably me throwing up, but we'll see. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I don't care. I'll throw up. <coughs> I got the bucket right up here. No. Right here. All the pizza. What a waste. Yeah, I'm sure it will be. But we have the, the content, and that's really the purpose. The pizza is secondary to the content, to the fans, if you will. Okay. Lando said, asked, uh, what are your fetishes, SJ and Shelly, and what fetishes are not really up your alley? Um, <clears throat> when I started doing my show, I started interviewing cam girls and stuff. One of the things I noticed immediately is that I'm a very vanilla person. Like stockings, heels, stuff like that, lingerie, stuff like that. I love that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but I started hearing about like small penis humiliation and like stuff with balloons and, you know, various bodily functions and all of that. I was like, you know, that's, that's not on my alley at all, but you know, I just, I'm just like a normal, I'm not normal, but you know, a vanilla kind of, you know, middle of the road type of person. <laughs> um, but yeah, but all the other stuff, I mean, it's, you know, teach their own, obviously, I don't, you know, judge anyone for whatever, but some stuff like, you know, there used to be guys on Howard Stern that like, you know, the one guy who wanted to get vomited on and the one guy like wants women to shit on chest and stuff like that. I mean, that's, that's, that's hardcore shit. Literally. <laughs> I'm a very smell oriented person. So anything like that, just, I would just immediately projectile vomiting everywhere. Uh, and I, I don't see how I could get, I, I don't know how I could take a path from that to any kind of arousal or entertainment. 
Have you ever thrown up during um, sexy time? What's that? Have you ever thrown up during a sexy time section session? No, I've thrown up during my show, like during commercial breaks and stuff. But no, thankfully. So happened. before we moved here, we lived in this place and we were moving. It was really hot, you know. Metal Jesus was very dehydrated, like super, super, like beyond. So Danielle wasn't there because she was dropping off some stuff from the old place to here. And then I was like, well, we're by ourselves, ah, you know? And so <laughs> I go down on him. And when he, as we were saying, busts, <laughs> it had a really funky taste and it made me throw up. So I started <laughs> And that's the only time that's ever happened. And it was I was so shocked that I threw up. <laughs> I was so shocked. I was like, oh my God, I wasn't ready for that. I was trying to be all hot. Wow. But I'm like you. I'm very simple. I'm very, very simple. Um, I like to put on a nice little show. I like to look pretty. That's my fetish. Is like I like to feel very sexy. I like to um like I just that's my thing I like to feel good so that I can put on a good show <laughs> same <laughs> and I know it you got those pasties now so have at it <laughs> bust them out but something that I've learned is a lot of people have threesomes I've never had one nor have I ever been like, yeah, maybe I'll do. I've always been like, dude, I'm just a one-on-one -on -one type. And I'm just shocked because, I mean, I guess I'm being guilty of judging a book by its cover. But some people who you just would look at them and you would never think it. And I'm just like, wow. All right. So I was thinking earlier when you said that they hired that plain girl, that she'd be less crazy. But those plain ones, you never know. They're getting busted on all the time. All the time. That's right. Um, maybe, she, maybe she she did there. Who knows? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm always interested. I've like I've tried to get like swingers and stuff on my show because I'm very interested in the psychology and the dynamics that goes into that. You know, because it seems like some couples can handle it and thrive in it, and some couples just rips them to shreds. I think a uh, Playboy TV, I don't know how real it was, but it was like back in the day, they had some kind of thing where they would bring all these couples who wanted to swing into this house and just like let things go as it, you know, as they went. Like I said, I don't know if it was scripted or, you know, pre-planned or, or whatever, but it's, it's always interesting to me the kind of thought process that goes into that and how some couples, you know, do well with it and some it's just not, you know, there's no way they can stay together after that. But it's so crazy because I have personally known people who, like, their lifestyle is, you know, open marriage. Um, one was, like, there was one guy and then two girls. But, like, the one girl, I guess she was the main one, she was considered the wife of both of them, but the other girl wasn't the wife of the guy. And they all had kids together, all of them, the both women and the guy. I used to call them the family. And it, it seemed like it worked. I was like, there's always the family. Like, it, it works for people. Damn it, I found out this year the family's no more. So the family and... um I knew this other couple and I was very intrigued. Uh, it was a guy that um, I used to work with and I would just be so intrigued by him because he was married and he was married for a really long time and they wouldn't have threesomes, but they both would have like boyfriend, girlfriend. And then I would ask him, I was like, so like, don't you get jealous? He's like, well, we don't talk about it. And we always make it clear that we're the number one. Like if we have, if we're seeing somebody else, we let them know that like, look, they always come first. Like they had kids together and everything. 
And then um, I knew this other one couple that they did have threesomes. It was always with the same people, you know, so it seemed like it worked for them. They were all one big happy orgy, I guess. <laughs> and every time, even though all those things are not for me, and I get intrigued by them because I just can't help it. Like, I would be so jealous and insecure about if I was in any of those situations to where it would ruin it. And I, it wouldn't be, it just wouldn't be for me. So <clears throat> anytime I've talked about these kinds of things, I'd always give examples of these people, these couples I've known in the family. And all of them are not any, like, they were together for years, especially the family. And none of them are together anymore. And it's really interesting that, and I know there's some people from, they're super old and they've been doing, and those are the people I want to talk to because they are still living that way. And it hasn't, and it's like, I'm not trying to judge, but just by, like, all these couples who I thought that that would, it actually worked for them. It's like... I wonder, just based on how it didn't work out, are the people who it does work out for, are they really happy in that situation? Do they really like that person? Like, I want to know. Because I know the answer is, of course, it works for us. But all those people said the same thing and something <laughs> happened. <laughs> um. Yolanda said he can't imagine the pressure to be in a threesome with two women and try to please two women. <clears throat> I know when I see those, I think when I see those TV shows, like the sister wives TV shows, like the Mormons or whatever, and they have like four or five wives. I can't imagine living like that. It's like being in a, a tag match with like five people against five people. They're tagging in and out. And it's just you alone there taking all this heat all day. I can't, I can't imagine. Um, he also said a weird kink. He's don't think he's fully into, but he's kind of curious couples who want to be cucked. It's weird, but people always say I'm a very lovely looking black man and it, um, it's always wives and such. So it'd be interesting to have someone, a couple ask me to slang some dick into their wife. What can I say? I'm a weirdo. And <laughs> that situation is like, like if you're into that or whatever, and like the husband's sitting there and he's like expecting you to like perform, you have like an audience and you're trying to bang his wife, and all the time you're thinking, like, I'm banging this dude's wife, and he's sitting right there. I think it would be, it would be so much in my head. I'd be just like, you know what? I'm, I'm just gonna go. You guys do what you need to do. <laughs> do what you need to do. I'm just not down with any of it. I have a zero tolerance policy for any of that in my life. Um, and like I said, but it's, I've always been very intrigued by it because I just can't relate to being okay with it. So, like I said, that's why I've always asked people questions. Like, doesn't it bother you? Um, one gal I asked, she told me that her boyfriend tried to make, or he made it seem like the girl that they would invite in was, like, their sex toy. Like, that's just our, our sex toy. And I was like, God, that's sad. All right, but whatever. And again, they're not together anymore, so... I don't know. I want to, I wonder about these people who are like from like the hippie era, you know, that are still doing it. Like, are they still happy or did that fizzle out or do they not even care about sex anymore? And now they're just kind of like stuck with this person that they've been with forever or are they still happy and they still live that way? Who knows? I, I want to hear from you out there. If that's you. <laughs> Old swinger hippies. Mm -hmm. Please DM me. I don't want to know your story. If you are from the 60s era and you're still with the person that you were with then now and your swingers, hit us up, please. Absolutely. Even 70s. We'll take 70s. Even the 80s. I'll take the 80s. We need to broaden the uh, search a little bit. Yeah. People from the 60s are, uh, well, I mean, they could be on the internet. Who knows? Just of yet, anywhere from 90s and early. Earlier, I think is good because that's a long time. Yeah. Um, Landis said, "All in all, sexual health and happiness is such a complex thing amongst each individual. Uh, all humans are weird and horny in their own way. That's the thing I was talking earlier about, like evolutionary stuff. We were made to be that way. That's the way the species continues. And uh, some people are better at it than others, <clears throat> but in the the balance of things, women hold 
all of the cards. Um, well, you know, now that, you know, we're not, we don't live in the, the Neanderthal ages where you can just, you know, knock a woman over your, over her head and drag her back to your cave or whatever. <laughs> more civilized times. Women hold all the cards and uh, a lot of guys aren't good at whatever it takes to break through those walls for a good reason. They're not meant to procreate and continue to species. <laughs> That's a very good point there. We that is a very good point. The weird guys who want to get shit on their chest. Sorry. I say I don't judge, but if you want to get shit on your chest, I got to avoid you. I'm sorry. Because I think you maybe you wash your chest well enough. <laughs> it's just not sanitary. It can't be. <laughs> not anyway. 1%. Like... <laughs> I don't know. I don't I've never like seen it. the uh, the famous two girls, one cup. I, and nor do I want to ever. You know, no, I've seen many reaction videos, which are great. <sighs> so many great reaction videos to the video. But and I haven't thought about doing it once for my show, but I just, I mean, unless I'm, what I'm looking for is to throw up on my show. Like what's will happen with the, what will happen with the pizza challenge. <laughs> it's too much. It's the same result. It's then certain things you just can't unsee. I remember because I was always living with dudes and they just think it's funny when you're in your twenties to show you stupid, stupid, stupid stuff on the internet. There was a video that was circulated that got sent my way. <laughs> and to be honest with you, it's haunted me from then till this day and it was this chick and the horse gave it to her i knew a dude in college who fucking loved those videos he thought it was hilarious he lived in the first floor of this apartment where all the other guys in the apartment pretty much went to uh, itt tech like we did and he was saying, dude, it was the first time I ever tried moonshine. He's like from down in Kentucky and, you know, in those counties or whatever. And he has a computer out and people would come through there all the time. And he thought it was the fucking funniest thing to show you bestiality porn videos. Like, look at me, be like, look at the fucking dick on this horse. And <laughs> just sit there and fucking cackle. And he would do it for hours. And it never occurred to me, like, what kind of psychological problems he, or maybe he ingested too much moonshine. I don't know. That shit tastes like kerosene, but it'll f you up, boy. <laughs> we didn't have any problem with like searching that shit out on the internet. That's how one of my buddies was, and I hated it because we'd all be having a really good time, and then he would pull something stupid up like that, and you can't unsee certain things. And to be honest with you, like all jokes aside, like like that image of that gal, it's like it's psychologically has messed with me. Through all these years, I mean, goodness, that was like in like 2005. So that was a, that's a long ass time to where like jokes aside, like yeah. I am literally haunted by this image. And sometimes it will just like pop in my head and I don't understand why. So then it puts me in this weird vibe of like, oh my God, like, why did I like, why did that image pop in? Like, why yeah. would it like, oh my God. And it makes me feel really creepy. My stomach doesn't feel good right now even talking about it, but it's like. I really hate that. So this thing with two girls, one cup, there's no effing way, even for content, I would ever watch it because I can never unsee it. I think it's disgusting. I don't think it's funny. Um, especially because stuff like that, when it was circulating back in the day, like the internet wasn't what it is today. So at that point, I had already like done modeling. I had dabbled in bondage and all this. So I kind of saw this like darker side of the lens of like in that dabbling already with the fetish and everything. So when I would see these things, I, and maybe because also I'm a very, I guess you say classic girl, I would think like, oh my gosh, this girl thought it was okay and a good idea to have this. And it makes me want to throw up and it makes me not feel good. So if I were to see the two girls, one cup, I would be like, these girls are people. 
and that was their job that day <clears throat> and it doesn't make me feel good yeah it's it's hard to think of like what kind of place you have to be in to say you know have sex with a horse or whatever or what kind of desperation that would entail i mean obviously that's something we didn't think about back then but i've mentioned before i have a daughter she's almost 11 and you know that's stuff that comes automatically to my mind now like what the fuck was going on <clears throat> in this girl's life that she was like you know what i'm gonna do this hard to tell him but it's not good that's for sure not good at all yeah. it's a shitty place to end the show it's not a uh we usually end the show with like you know shelly peen or something but <laughs> it's kind of at least that's funny because like why can't i control myself i guess <laughs> it comes with my age 61 years old you know i'm getting older even though it's been an We're issue off. You know, I think I'm going to just reset right now and I'm just going to smoke this bowl right here and try to not think about that horse girl. Right. <laughs> think about the pizza challenge and how great it's going to be. Also in July, we're finally going to scream the long-awaiting screening of Home Alone live on the show. Two big uh, free episodes coming. Yep. And shoot. What, what movie did we talk about earlier? I said a, a certain movie, and you were like, I love that movie. And I was like, it holds up. What? Dick Tracy. <gasps> Dick Tracy. In the future, we should do a watching of that one, too. Because I haven't seen that in a really long time. I have seen it in like my adult years, but and it held up, and I'd like to see it again. Yolanda says, smoke a bowl and forget about the horse dick horrors. Absolutely. Just to add to it even more, I remember my buddy was like, oh, and then she got like all effed up after this and she had to be in the hospital and da da da. And, uh... Yeah. Somebody's gonna fuck you up physically and mentally, I would have to think. I don't know, dude. Weird things happen in Kentucky, as you know. <laughs> yeah. That was like the very, 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 very northern tip. As it were, just the tip. That's right. We're <laughs> bus on to Cincinnati. Speaking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this was a great episode. They're all great yes, episodes, but you know, I think it better with time. Thank you, Lando, for subscribing. Hope you stay with us. <laughs> Hope other drivers when you see this. <laughs> it's not always like that. in two weeks I'll be throwing up for pizza. So there's something. Yeah, to let's to. all just forget about the horse girl and don't go look it up, guys. Come on, don't. No, some no. will. I know. There's Damn always, it. There's always somebody. <sighs> and that I someone's would, you, I isn't it? I was into <laughs> something like that. I'd be afraid of being like some kind of FBI watch list or something. And they're like fucking NSA in Utah. No, immediately like oh. Guys looking up horse porn. Well, aren't the agents? <laughs> Ugh. All right. <laughs> Thank <Adios>. you, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye, Lando. <laughs>